You know, Oliver Ekman Larson was in the news not that long ago. Speaking of captains, who's going to be the next Coyotes captain? Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked on Coyotes, your number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. That's on FanDuel.com, FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson. We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube and the Sirius XM radio app. we got a great show on today's episode because we're going to talk a little bit about captains. You know, mm-hmm. the Coyotes do not have an official C patch issued to a player and have not in the last couple of years. Uh, just like that beautiful C right there. Um, on that Matthew showed on his uh, on his screen. If you're watching on YouTube, if not, you can't see it. But watch on YouTube, you saw it. If you're if you're listening, you didn't see it. It's the wonderful flying fox, and I wish they would throw back to that because it, it's just it's a fundamentally solid jersey. Let's show it one more time. This is a fundamentally solid jersey. I don't know how good it would look in white, but like, why not make it in white? Who cares? No, I'm pretty sure we could. Someone like someone out there. Like if you're not, if you're a listener out there and you're a pretty good artist, mm-hmm. I want you to send us the craziest concept alternate jersey logo jersey design using that logo. Okay, okay. I'm gonna you, provide. You... I, I'm. I, I am. I am challenging someone, one of our listeners, and if you have it, either DM it to us on X, or, or you can email us lockdowncoyotes at gmail.com. I will open it. I will open it in one if, X, if it's one letter X.com. A single letter. I, every time I get the opportunity. Yeah. Robin, you almost just set me up. I was gonna hate you because so many like like third jersey mock-ups, even within this community, I think look disgusting. But then you specified with the flying fox logo. I'm open to it. Let's see how it goes. Yep. I wanna see it. <laughs> and I, if you know Matt and I will will judge it before we put it, before we even do anything, but we then we'll put it on we then we'll put it on the air to display it to everybody else, and then we'll talk about it. All right, but it's good enough. But again, right. either DM us on X or send it to lockedoncoyotes at gmail.com. I think we've been distracted long enough. I think we got a little carried away. I yeah, had a shot no, no, the collection. That's a good prop. That's a great start. I know we were talking <laughs> about captains today, but because because that you showed that, I just had to put that out there because I know someone out there, one of our listeners, is going to be able to do that. But let's get to our let's get to the captain talk though, because I know that's that's why people tuned in today. Uh-huh. We talk about who's going to be the next captain for the Arizona Coyotes. Officially, we don't know, but. You know, there are been player names who have been put out, Matthew, who I think can really make a good case. And I think maybe we can move from, uh, like, I would say least likely to more likely. 
Uh, I feel like that's a, that's the wrong way to do it. Let's go with the most uh, the most popular suggestions first because there there are two that won't go away, and part of me just doesn't see either. Uh, so let's be controversial, not for the sake of being controversial. Just let's start off be controversial. Let's start off with Clayton Keller. Clayton okay. Keller is is yep. the choice, and I I personally don't know if he has the personality for it. He might, but I, I, I want to start here. I want you to give the arguments for because I, I know you're a little more on the on the pro Keller side. Yeah, you know I I am really pro Keller on that. You know here because I I took I take a look at a lot of things Keller has done off the ice to kind of show his leadership mm-hmm. um, for the team. Um, going back to last summer when uh, he stood in front of the. Uh, Tempe City Council to try to advocate for the uh, building of the arena that did not get approved. Um, mm-hmm. But he was there and he advocated for it. And he talked about you know how important Arizona Arizona is to him, and and as well as let's let's be honest, as well as also convincing Logan Cooley to um, to uh, you know flip the script and go and instead of going back to college for another year, coming to signing his ELC and coming coming to the desert. Like I feel like. Clayton Keller has got the influence. He's got the skill. Definitely one of the best players on the team. And but he's also got the influence. Yeah, th- those are certainly true. And it's I think him and Kraus are the longest tenured Coyotes. There yes. are a couple legitimate reasons for it. I partially feel like, and I'm, I'm actually grateful to have this platform to talk because I was going to make a video about it for a while. We're talking about it here. We might be going down the OEL path with Keller, all right? Because all the way up until I'd say this year, the, or maybe the trade deadline last year is when he's, I started to really notice anything. But all the way up until relatively recently, he's a very quiet, reserved guy, not very vocal with the media. That is changing, all right? Uh, not typically vocal or boisterous outside of off-ice events. I remember when I was at the draft party and uh, whenever he was signing autographs, he like didn't even look up. And I, I basically like I startled him by like making some stupid joke, like observational joke. Uh, I also asked Dyson Mayo if anyone's ever asked him to sign mayonnaise. That was one of my dumbest and, and <laughs> one of my favorite lines I came up I with. Love that. <laughs> but it's it, either it's mayonnaise not... <laughs> or a vacuum cleaner. I, I, I should have asked about the vacuum. I, I the vacuum because he sucks anyway. No, <laughs> anyway. No. <laughs> I'm kidding, Dyson. We love you here, but with Kells, it's not meant to be a oh he sucks. He could never be a captain. It's one of those what we see. All right, what I have observed, he looks a lot more reserved. Kind of seems a lot like me to an extent uh, in public, where it's a little more uh, introverted. Kind of needs to be around certain people to be more extroverted. Um, I do not know what he's like behind closed doors. I am not in the locker room. And I've said that multiple times when discussing Clayton Keller. So I cannot speak to what he does in the locker room. On the ice, I'm seeing him show a little more leadership qualities. He's worthy of having that A on his sweater. I just, part of me thinks the A might be perfect for him. And I don't want a repeat of Oliver Ekman Larson. Because there's, there are some similarities between the two. And while Keller is starting to come out of his shell more, he is starting to mature more, you are seeing more of the things I just pointed out he hasn't traditionally done. I still don't know if that means he is a, a captain or he's just 
maturing and taking on more of a leadership role in general. That's fair. You know, um, I tend to think of, you know, I feel like every now and then, like you might, someone might get like a leaked footage of like a player um, who like, well, won't be afraid to cuss out the team if they're playing like crap. Um, and we'll literally say, all right, this need like this needs to change, this needs to change, this needs to change. In an intermission locker room, um, there have been players who have not been a named ca- who have who at the time weren't named captain yet, and they did that the very next either the next the very next season or the season after that, they got named captain. Because of mm-hmm. something like that, because you know what they're like they're, they're that kind of player. I you're right in the sense that I just can't see Clayton Keller doing something like that. I don't think he's that aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's not he Keith Kachuk. He's the- like I said, he does have the influence though, and I feel I feel like he does have the attention of the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, can he live up to the expectation of getting aggressive when he needs to be? I think that's the only thing that's holding him back. Um, um and I agree with you on that. But we'll get to we'll get to a little bit more, and you know the other players that we think uh, could potentially become the next captain of the Arizona Coyotes. And we'll get to all that in just a second. But first, we're going to take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsors on the show. And today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your active wear? Introducing Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. Picture this theme of shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. Bird Dogs are here to revolutionize your workout routine with their unique built-in liner, these are shorts offer the ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable even during the most intense workouts. And here's the best part. Bird dogs are, are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Designed with pockets that actually work, bird dogs give you ample space to store your essentials while you're on the move. Bird dogs are made of premium and breathable fabric that keep you cool and dry throughout your activities. Perfect for the trails, the gym, or simply just lounging around. Bird dogs are the shorts that you have been searching for, so order your pair of bird dogs today and join the thousands of satisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and enter the promo code LockedOnNHL to get a free water bottle with every order. Bird dogs, where style meets comfort, performance meets perfection. You won't want to take these shorts off. We promise you. So let's continue, Matthew. And you, let's kind of segue because there's that second player that you mentioned. And you kind of already mentioned his name. And uh, let's get to him because I feel like that's the next one. The next one on the list. Lawson Kraus. Yep. Um, I the the short. I and I haven't seen him, but I in based off the. And this is just based off like what you can kind of see, and you know the way they act maybe on just on the ice. I feel like the that aggressive pit that Clayton Keller's missing, Lawson Kraus has. I feel like yeah, he, no, the dude's a power forward, straight yeah. on the ice, and I, I I'm willing to bet off the ice as well. Not mm-hmm. like Keith Kachuk, he'll scream at you, but I do feel like he's he's someone that will get a, a little more, you know rambunctious in the locker room let's say absolutely i feel like i feel like lawson kraus would be a great captain because of that i feel like you know like clayton keller he's got good influence um maybe not you know the you know as much influence as clayton keller but i'd say enough influence to be war to be warranted a uh 
a potential C. Uh, and, you know, I feel like he's also good enough of a player. And again, I don't think, you know, the captain doesn't even have to be your top five best, among your top five best players. It has to be, again, I do, I really believe the, the most important bits are the influence and, 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 uh, you know, the locker room. Um, I feel like the, you know, of course, the fact that they're better players does help a lot. It definitely uh, still does play a factor. When it comes to Krauser, my, my personal philosophy isn't it should just be your best player because sometimes your best player is not a leader. And that's fine. Let, let's say Peter Mueller is the best player on the team. Well, he isn't a leader, so you don't give him the C. You might give him an A, but you don't give him the C, essentially. So you don't have to be the best player, but I do feel like the best player that is the best leader should have the C. And I just – something – like. Kraus is a player that I am almost surprised in a way is considered part of the future. Not because he's bad whatsoever. He's a 20 goal scorer, you know, two time 20 goal scorer. He's a very good middle six player. It just kind of feels like if anyone currently in the core would find their way out, given the influx of talent, let's say three years out my money would probably be on Lawson Kraus. And it's probably because of my apprehension with power forwards. Power forwards dive off a cliff, and it's always really, really sudden. So that's probably just my own personal anxiety there. But something in my gut just tells me he's not the captain. It's nothing that he's doing. He's doing everything right. I'm very high on Lawson Kraus. Something just tells me he's not the captain, and I'm just going to go ahead and follow my gut on that one. And I don't really have another explanation. Did your mic go out? Yes, yeah, sorry, my, my, my mic did go out. You're right. <laughs> but yes, you're right. Um, I, I do believe that um, regardless, Lawson Krauss um, is a guaranteed at least a letter A. Yeah, he deserves it. He is in this leadership group firmly. Yeah, so like there's no doubt about it. He belongs there. Um, it's just, you know, Again, what's past that? You know, it's 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 hard to think to me, um, to be honest, that it's not either Keller or Kraus, but there could be you could make an argument for maybe like one or two other players, like an argument. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but an argument. I think I have a short list of like three guys that uh, I said it last year. Um, I just, it's a paraphrase, but I'm pretty sure this is the exact quote. Uh, I don't think the cap, the next captain is currently on the roster. And I still don't necessarily think the next captain is on the roster because the, the kind of guys that I'm looking at, and yes, I have a personal bias. So I'll get this one out of the way first, Josh Doan, because he's been a captain at almost every other level depending on where his development is in Tucson this year and probably next year down the line, I could see him being in a leadership role, depending on how he develops. A guy like J.J. Mosier, so going back a little bit on the not on the roster, it, when you have that potential number one defenseman and he's very good, an excellent two-way defender, depending on how he develops leadership-wise, 
he also could be a decent you know option that I don't think anyone's really paying much mind and probably de- depending <laughs> depending on I could see Cooley making making a run for it Down not this road, year yeah. not because, next year not the year after yeah, because here's the thing you know a lot of people might be thinking those those player names why would you name them because they're you know they're they seem they seem you know far away from even getting close to that mm-hmm. let's remember the coyotes could like you know probably aren't gonna name a c this year yeah turning so, said we're not gonna get a c this year yeah so like they're no, they're no rush to do it, and I don't believe that they like. Yeah, yeah, sure. It is nice to have one. It like r- right now, like th- there was an era of the NHL where you, where a, a, a team with a C was an absolute necessity, but I feel like in today's NHL, just just to have a team that just does sports, an actual just letter C, it's a nice to have. Because um, if you have a leadership group, then you know, a solid leadership group, like, you know, players that we've already mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like they can delegate the same essential, you know, duties as a, as a C. Um, and it's when, it, when, it's, when a rebuilding team is ready, that's when they can see. Some, some, some teams were even really good and never named a C. The Vegas Golden Knights didn't name a C until, what, their third season, fourth season? Yeah, it was after they got Mark Stone. Yeah, after that, after they got Mark Stone, and like they just they traded for him, and then like what the very next they're like, yeah, he's our captain. Like, it was pretty. It was pretty quick after that. I'm not sure the exact time. I don't remember the exact timeline, but it was it was pretty quick after that. Mark Stone gets to see. It's it's funny you mentioned Vegas because I actually kind of want to map Vegas onto the Coyotes here because I don't necessarily agree that a C is nice to have as opposed to a need. However, I do completely agree you don't just name a C for the sake of it. Like, you need exactly. to make sure you have your right yeah. captain. Um, I, I, you know, I used to be a fan of Vegas. I still like a few of the players. Riley Smith, Jonathan Marchessault, so, and a couple others were very good leaders. Here's the thing. Neither of those, none of those guys were captains. Like, they were not C material, but they were still valued members of the team and valued members of the leadership group. So then, map that onto the Coyotes – that's kind of my mindset behind like Kraus and Keller. Very valuable guys on the ice, valuable in the locker room, valuable in the leadership group. I just don't see them as the captain. I'm open to it. I'm not going to throw a fit if either are named captains. They're, they're good candidates. I just kind of feel like we're still waiting for that captain to join. And those names I threw out, Moser, Doan, and, and Cooley, they also might not be the next captains. So the Coyotes could go the exact same route where yep. they have that core leadership group bring in that key veteran when they're ready and that veteran is the next captain. Cause look, and again, I'll also go back to OEL one last time. We don't need to put more pressure than we need to on a guy. Now I do think Keller is showing a lot of the good signs, but is it because he's just maturing naturally or because he's really comfortable with his specific role and putting more on that might be a net negative. Make, Some guys make, are just good with a rat. You make a great point. And I'm gonna kind of do a similar a similar kind of um, analogy here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really like leadership role, but it is a player taking more responsibility. And this mm-hmm. is also within the Coyotes organization in the last couple of years. Jacob Chikrin, for the longest time, 
was you know he was pretty comfortable as like a second pair d man and um was really good too like yeah everyone was like oh you know chick norris chick norris chick norris you know the first year of the rebuild the defense is absolute you know down in the dumps there was literally no defensive like player who are worthy of anything and so trickman has to get through you know he gets thrusted up to you know to top top pair d-man and has to and it takes a a whole you know load of extra of a lot of the extra work and he struggled and shane gotster outshined him because he shane gotster was in that second pair and it was looking so much better I feel like that could potentially happen to a Clayton Keller if he takes on a captain role. You know, getting a little extra pressure because there's that more responsibility put onto him. Uh, I'm again still huge in favor of Clayton Keller getting it. Um, mm-hmm. Again, you know, I still want to see what he does this year. Uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like if it's a roster player, 99 or 95 percent, it's going to be Clayton Keller. Um, what was interesting, and I want to touch on this. Mm-hmm. is a player that wasn't mentioned that is signed the next three years as Nick Schmaltz. I'm, it's, I'm, it's interesting that neither of us mentioned them because I feel like some, maybe one or two fans out there might be like, hey, why did you, why did you skip over him? I'm going to go ahead and let you, let you maybe give an explanation. Yeah, it, it, with Schmaltz, and I, I stand by this, this is not a, a you know dark mark on, on Schmaltz. He's a good player. I like him. It's just... When I'm projecting out the roster, I'm looking at our prospects, how I think that the team's going to shake out. I can see him being replaced in a couple of years. He has a lot of injury issues. I, I can see if anyone's not going to be on the team in a couple of years, is currently part of the core. It, Kraus or or Schmaltz for different reasons. Obviously, Kraus. I'm a little worried about the power forward because power forwards are finicky, and and it gives me anxiety. It's nothing against Kraus. It gives me anxiety, but yeah. with with Schmaltz, no matter how good he is, availability is the best ability, and he just doesn't have that. And to me, that just means that the second something else opportune opens up, like, hey, we can actually legitimately upgrade here, I just feel like he would be that odd man out, whether it's from within, a trade acquisition, a free agency. I just, I've never bought it whenever they, they, Bill Armstrong or whoever says he's part of the core and, and, it's, it's again. It's nothing against Schmaltz. I don't hate the dude. I'm happy he's on the team. I was on. I was on team trading because this offseason he, now his contract kind of becomes almost untradeable for, for a couple of years. So like he there was, is that context. No trade clause, which has a pretty short list. So like, but that and also the cap hit goes up. So especially if he keeps missing games. It, you're going to have a lot of teams that are going to be apprehensive. Now, it doesn't mean that teams won't take a chance or teams won't see his value and want to acquire him later, but just to me, that was the mindset behind that position. Just for the sake of disclosure, I feel like I should I should disclose that. Just to me, I just don't see him as part of the core. I, I it's, it's nothing against him. That's just my personal view on it. And when, whenever Schmaltz is no longer here, I'm not going to be surprised. Oh, no. That's fair. Um, all right, let's let, let, let's 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 do a little bit of uh, of thoughts on here. And I kind of want to see what you know the, the you know kind of bring this thought process together. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt. The year was two thousand twenty-five. 
let's I, I, let's let's say the Coyotes have that you know they have a you know pick up a fourth year at the moment just because let's say the new build the new arena is being final just finalized. Huh? Uh, it's still in the process of being built, so it's being finalized. Um, the Coyotes officially name a C. Okay, who is it? Twenty twenty five. Are they currently under contract? Or just whoever I think, like legitimately whoever I think. Whoever you think. The only this is not a gut thing. This is just a, this is the only name that comes to mind. Cooley. It's legitimately the only name that comes to mind. Like we're in 2025. He's had you know two electric seasons, uh, and and he's he is the franchise essentially. He is that t- like top chip prospect. Like Keller is great, but like Cooley ends up surpassing what Keller is. So then he gets to see because he's also developed with some leadership as well as the on ice product. I like that. Um, I'm going to stick with, you know, the player that I've been, t- I've been touting for all episode and, you know, all last pre- previous couple seasons, Clayton mm-hmm. Keller. I feel like the influence that he's had already in so far um, throughout this rebuild has, is just cannot be overlooked. And by 2025, this team will be will be emerging from that rebuild. And I feel like, you know, a player who's had the confidence through and through and has had the influence, Clayton Keller just fits that, you know, just fits that mold. And he'll have a great leadership crew behind him. I have no doubt. I have, I have a feeling Nogan Cooley will definitely wear an A in 2025. But I just can't, I, I, for me, I just can't see Clayton Keller not sporting the C. That's fair. I mean, again, there's a lot of logical reasons. There are plenty of logical reasons to expect or think Keller's going to be the next captain. Like I said, I wouldn't complain. I just, if I have a thought, I'm going to give a thought. But can we also just like, to, just to make sure it doesn't, no one thinks I'm being too negative on Keller. I'm a big fan of Kells. Can we just talk about how he's also got that dog in him? Like he breaks his femur, clean break. I'd be crying. I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I'd be crying. And the dude's like, ah, oh, so like, am I not going to play the rest of the year? Oh, how how quick can I get back on the ice? Like, bro, no legit. <laughs> no, you're right. Like, the, the dude had surgery, and then like, I think it's the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. He goes on television and in uh, on um, on Valley Sports, it was on an intermission. They're talking. Was like, oh, how's your recovery? He was like. It's all right. I'm already skating, kind of. And like, you, dude, you just had <laughs> surgery, and you're already skating. I, I like it. It might have been a little reckless. All right, just just to be a little conservative here, it might have been a little reckless. All right, I, I'm 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 going to assume his doctors gave him good advice because he's been not missed a beat. He hasn't had any of the mental struggles. Like I had concerns. I stand by it. Like the, it's one thing to physically heal. But the mental aspect of, is he going to not want to go full speed because he doesn't want that to happen again? The dude looked like he never missed a beat. Like, he has the mental toughness in that aspect of his game. And if they're, like, that's another logical reason why he might have more of those leadership qualities. Because right there, that's a different breed. I I have to go out of my way to compliment that. Because... I, I can tell you right now, all right, if, if, I, if I'm if i lifting something at work tomorrow and I feel something weird in my back, I'm going to I'm gonna play it up so I can go home. I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, so uh, I, I pulled something. Uh, how quickly can I get back to lifting these boxes? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. 
Um, I mean, to also put you in this perspective, too, like, I play in a beer league hockey league. You know, I will sometimes get knocked onto my tailbone, and I'm like, all right, I'm a little winded. I'm going to go sit down and then maybe get take the period off. I'm, just- <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Bye, guys. <laughs> like, legit, it hurts. Um, even with all that pads, it hurts. There's not a lot of padding by the tailbone. People don't realize there's not, like, you just have that little piece of, of, uh, your pants and it's not that padded. It's, it's like a little bit, I guess. We need, we need, we we need to get you on the ice mat and join and, uh, have you, uh, join us on our, uh, on, on our league. Find a way to make hockey pads not expensive and maybe I won't buy trading cards in one paycheck and I'll spend it on hockey. Uh, we'll figure it. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll have to, so I can get out there and skate. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a terrible skater for someone whose method of stopping is just running into the boards, <laughs> and that's how I stop. That was me last year. <laughs> I I still I, I, someone tried to teach me the mechanics. I I can't wrap my head around it. It's like you're supposed to like push off with your like lead foot. And I'm like I if if I do that, I just do a little ballerina twirl. Like anytime I try to do that cut, I just spin. I'll have I'll, I'll teach you. I'll, te- I'll, I'll teach you my ways. All right, get on the ice. Yeah, we'll do it. Any final thoughts before we close things off? I would not be upset if Clayton Keller is the next captain. All right, I just want to reiterate one last time: this is not like a attack on Kells or, or Krauser. I will not be upset if either are named captain. I just had to give my honest thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it's good. It's it's you know it's totally legit to have like certain concerns and and certain. I don't really I don't say even concerns is the right word, but certain reservations mm-hmm. about a player hitting you know getting a certain title because it, it it is a big responsibility to be the captain of a um, NHL team. So don't you mean college team? You be, you'll only be the captain of a college team. Dolan's already got that experience. Oh, yeah. No, Dolan's definitely got that experience. Dolan's 18 with 20 years experience. Anyways. <laughs> that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube and the Sirius XM radio app. Don't forget to interact with us on social media or on Facebook, facebook.com slash locked on coyotes, on X at L O underscore coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us, ask a question you might have. We might answer right back or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Today's episode, hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.